Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Late night WEEI. Sometimes you can't always get what you want. Play that NFL cut from Kyler Murray's deal. At the reception. Hit it, Joe. A glass of wine in her hand. I knew she was going to leave. The Cardinals and Murray agreed to a five-year extension worth $230.5 million, including $160 million in guarantees, according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero. Murray is now the NFL's second-highest-paid player on a per-year basis just behind Aaron Rodgers. Oh, boy. Did you hear the noise? Across the sports world, KJ, why are you even starting your show talking about Kyler Murray? You might just find you get what you need. I've been saying for months, will the noise be as loud when Mac Jones is up for his $40 million a year? You think it's crazy now? Now, first, let me say this. Congratulations to Kyler Murray. If you can get it, you can get it. I mean, no one says that, hey, the second best quarterback in the National Football League because they're paid the second best is Kyler Murray. Nobody's saying that because it's Aaron Rodgers, one, and we're talking average per year. Kyle Murray, two, Deshaun Watson, three, Patrick Mahomes, four, Josh Allen, five, Derek Carr, six. Did I say Derek Carr? Do you know what Derek Carr's number is? $40.5 million a year. But Jesus, KJ, I think you're on to something. Why? Because you could probably tell yourself that Mac Jones has the ability to surpass Derek Carr in talent. I don't think anybody would say that's not a, a, a far reach. There's a problem. Derek Carr's contract is up the same year that Mac Jones is due for his next one. So are you ready? I, I just... I just want to I just want to make sure the vocal cords are ready to go. Forty million dollars for Mac Jones. It, it's coming. And and here's where Mac is kind of winning. See, because you're like, okay, in 2026, Derek Carr is the main person up for a re-up. They had Trevor Lawrence, Zach Williams, all the guys that came in with Mac. So 
What if Max says, I want my money earlier, say 2025? Or maybe that's what the Patriots want to do to get a better. Oh, wait a minute. Dak Prescott, 40 million. Aaron Rodgers, 50 million. And he'll be retired. Jared Goff, 33 and a half. Carson Wentz, 32 million. Joe Burrow will be up for his. So will Justin Herbert. Oh, boy. Again, are the vocal cords ready for you to say, oh, my God, $40 million a year? Do you need to hear how much Kyler Murray made is getting again? If you need to hear chopped and screwed, hit it, Joe. $230.5 million, million, million dollars. Yes, an average of 46 a year for Kyler Murray. So what does the market potentially look like for Mac Jones? in either three or four years, right? Because you can't always get what you want. You get what you need. And the way this franchise looks like, they need Mac Jones. I'm not even going to tickle your fancy and tell you how much Tom is not getting. It's 15. It's late in incentive, but it's 15. Sometimes when you scream the loudest, you'll have to save some of those screams for your own home. My God, my coworker Fitzy blew two gaskets. He didn't win a playoff game, losing regularly. All this is. Mac Jones may even be less than Kyler Murray and may get $45 million a year because his comp is going to be Derek Carr. You don't think they know that in Vegas? 617-779-7937, the text line, 37937, it's KJ. All right, coming up, uh, what do the Patriots look like in the AFC? I kind of have like a little bit of a list of, you know, are they a, really a playoff team? You know, there's you know, Bart Scott on ESPN a couple days ago said, look, you know, they're a middle-of-the-pack team. I, I have them a little lower than the middle-of-the-pack. That's coming up in about 15 minutes here on WEEI. So, again, I've been telling you for months, that I want to hear the same exact energy that I hear for Kyler Murray's contract, that I've heard for Deshaun Watson's contract. Don't even go there. He's not. You think you think Joe Burrow's going to sit there and say, "Huh"? If he, he Joe Burrow's up a year before, and Joe Burrow may reset the market at that point. Joe Burrow may be a fifty-five to sixty million dollar a year quarterback in twenty twenty-five, and that could still put Mac twenty million behind. If I'm Mac's agent, there's like. You know, there's no way you're 20 million behind him. You know, you you've got to hope for a few guys to really just kind of crash and burn, and some of them have started to do. Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Tua will be up for his money in 25. Justin Herbert, uh, when that kicks in, uh, and and what's funny is they may kick it in even earlier to mess up the 25 class. You better hope that Davis Mills doesn't get good and Mac Jones stays static. That'd be ugly. Joe, thank you so much for being here tonight, man. Uh, I, a true story. I was in the pool today, and deservedly so, because when it's in the 90s is when I get in the pool. And I feel so – my my I, I swam a lap. You ever on the back end of the lap when you're coming – do you know how to swim, Joe? Yes, I do. Okay, so you know when you're coming – like if you haven't done laps in a while, like I'm on the way back from a lap and my body goes – like that, I was like, let's get to the shallow end as fast as possible. 
Don't think about any cramps. And then you book it a little extra so the, you get closer to the end. Yeah, there's no worse feeling than you looking because I'm in a pool where you can see the, 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 the amount of feet on the left side when you're going by, right? And you're like, okay, let me make sure that my eyes are, I don't have so much chlorine in my eyes that that four is an eight <laughs> and try and put my foot down. It's not funny, but the things you're thinking about. And that's what you as the Patriots fans are really going to have to think about. How comfortable will you be knowing that a quarterback who's here may have won one or two playoff games over the course of that time is going to get $40 million a year? This is what you want Hein Bloom to actually work for the Patriots, right? Oh, we can get him for some prospects. See, that's how baseball and football works differently, right? But in the league where quarterbacks are at a rarity... Think about it. If if your team doesn't make the playoffs, you're probably talking about 16 quarterbacks that are barely NFL ready. Because they, they didn't make it. Maybe two or three teams because they're right on the cusp. Everybody else is just kind of like trash heap. So for those who are like team Tom and say you should have just wrote it out, you could have bought a couple more years. Uh, maybe you have, uh, well, I mean, Tom's still in the league, so, you know, whatever the quarterback who finally shows up in the draft after Tom leaves would be the quarterback, and it would save you money down the road. But, yeah, just just put that on your pillow. Tell tell the tooth fairy tonight that in a couple of years, Mac, Wilson, uh, Mac Jones is going to wake up and ask for $40 million, and it's going to be a deal in comparison to the league. And Kyler Murray just showed you how it all worked today. See, if Aaron Rodgers is getting fifty million a year, you can say makes total sense. Look at the guy's body of work; he's considered one of the greatest of all time. You know, yeah, he might have his issues, but that guy's always going to get you to where you want to be as a franchise and as a team. Nobody's saying that about Kyler Murray. Nobody. And as the money continues to go up in this league with the TV deals, I mean, we're probably. One television contract away from football being on every night except for Friday. Right? I think that's why college football is like, you better put those super conferences together. Why? Because uh, some of these NFL games may be on Saturday nights too. Now, by law, I don't know if you knew this, Joe. By law, a lot of you can't play pro football games on Friday nights because there's kind of like this uh, nationwide law that I think they have this agreement that you cannot have a pro game uh, within 50 miles of a high school on a Friday night. So that way, Friday night lights can still happen. That's why the NFL, you never, you're like, why don't they do it on Friday nights? Because high school football, they don't want to get in the middle of that. College football, <laughs> now, now name and likeness is going on. Kid, you can make more money playing for us on a Saturday night on Amazon. I mean, gosh, I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix doesn't start getting into like, hey, we'll show you games on Saturday. The NFL is just that big. It's the most it's the most brilliant constructed league. I would probably say in this hemisphere worldwide, I still say the English Premier League and and that soccer, the way soccer works, it's incredible because it breaks into like two halves. And at the end of half, like the first half is like Christmas. It's like, well, I'd be sold for Christmas and putting a transfer window or something. And you can buy players in the middle of the season and be like, you know what, he's just sitting because he's gonna be you know, he's off to another club. But the NFL <laughs> Get it done in 17 weeks. It's like a television series. And there's always some drama. So, yeah, I'm going to get into the drama of this season of how Vegas isn't really (laughs) gung-ho on the Patriots having a winning season. 
But yet this same quarterback who will be here, and there is no offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator. I'll get into that in a couple minutes here as well. Will be a $40 million quarterback. Yeah. Can't you see Mac Jones getting that 40 mil? Does it make sense? It makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? But remember, I, I need y'all to have that same energy when Deshaun Watson got that $250 million deal. Or Kyler Murray's deal today. Or Dak Prescott's deal last year. Patrick Mahomes half a billion dollar deal. You hated that. I'm sorry. Don't you hate the thought of thinking that Mac Jones is going to cost the franchise $40 million? If I'm Belichick, I make sure I'm out the door. I That's not something I want to be in the middle of. Because there tends to be very long memories in New England and short tempers. And it usually starts with, are you kidding me? You could have given Tom Brady less money and he's getting even less money now. <laughs> boy, Tom has really smoked the turkey on this one, boy. Because now it's getting into financial operations. It's the it's the light at the end of the tunnel unless Mac wins a Super Bowl. And raise your hand if you think a Super Bowl is coming in two years. Don't give me that, hey, this team could be dominant in three years. No. This isn't Hein Bloom in his 4A and starting this 4A backup singers. This is pro football. This is where men... Go to places where they say, I want to win now. I want to make sure I'm playing in January. I may not get all the way there, but I don't want it to be over Christmas. And it's been over since early November. Mac Jones is about to be a $40 million quarterback in a couple of years. And there's nothing you can do about it. But you can get angry. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Joe, give me that chopped and screwed again for Kyler Murray's number. 230.5 million, million, million dollars. Yeah, you know what? (laughs) Matt Jones' number isn't going to be anything less than 260. (laughs) Oh, my God. At 40 million? He, he's probably not taking anything less than, he probably wants seven years. Uh, from the Patriots, I say no no way, seven years. You do four years, that's 160. And there's probably a signing bonus in there probably of about 100 million. 260. Get ready. And get those vocal cords prepared. I love that New England anger. It's time to trend. Hit it, Joe. Merloni, Fourier, and Mego. Weekdays, 2 to 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI and WEEI.com. Well, training camp begins for the New England Patriots next week, and head coach Bill Belichick has officially announced that there will be no offensive or defensive coordinators. <laughs> this is the first time since 2010 that there are no specific label quarter coordinators I'm get, for the I'm New getting, England Patriots. I'm going to get into the next titles break. with Joe Judge being an offensive assistant, Matt Patricia being an offensive assistant, but honestly, who even knows what's going to happen? Everyone knows their roles, and Bill is just being sly. Not that it has any kind of competitive advantage, if you ask me. 
Other Patriots news, five players have been placed on the physically unable to perform list. This includes center David Andrews, cornerback Jonathan Jones, and running back James White. James White's probably the big one for me. Still coming back from that hip surgery, people have said he still has a little hitch in his getup. So we'll wait and see about James White. The Red Sox get back to action from the All-Star break tomorrow night to start the second half of their season against the Toronto Blue Jays. First pitch at 7-10 on the Shaws and Star Market, WEEI Red Sox Network. Shaws and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. And join Brian Barrett for the Visit Massachusetts pregame show at 6-10. Sponsored by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Start your Massachusetts adventure at visitma.com. And Kyler Murray wasn't the only football player getting paid a lot. Georgia head coach Kirby Smart has agreed to a 10-year, $112.5 million contract, making him the highest-paid head coach in college football. I'm Joe Braverman. That is what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right? I do. I, I think Tua is a Tua is a more talented quarterback than Mac Jones. And I actually got confused when Mad Dog was talking. He said a quarterback couldn't break break a, a, a pane of glass. He also said a quarterback couldn't run. I actually thought he was talking about Mac Jones because Mac Jones can't do either of those things. And in Mac Jones' infamous picture, where he doesn't have a shirt on and he's smoking a cigar and he's kind of a thicker guy, now he's gotten himself in shape. The other two quarterbacks in that picture were Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungvaluwa. And guess what? Mac Jones wasn't better than either of those guys did because he wasn't getting on the field. And if you look now, Mac Jones' ceiling has always been the question, not necessarily his floor. So I expected him to understand the game, anticipate the game, be able to throw the football into tight windows short, but not necessarily push it down because that's physical. Oh, boy. Late night with KJ here on WEEI, 617-779, text line 37937. That's Ryan Clark on ESPN pretty much saying that Tua is better than Mac Jones. I'm not going to jump off of that ledge right there. Because while Tua may be more physically gifted, it doesn't mean he's better coached. It doesn't mean that he can adjust the situations better because he's had the yips. He's been Uncle Rico on uh, Napoleon Dynamite. He's like, eh? Except for he can't throw it as far as Uncle Rico. That's been the joke. Can't I, throw a football over the mountains. Yeah, well, you know, look, look exactly. You know, maybe tetherball, Tua may be better than Mac Jones, but I, I don't, I right now, I would say they're even. And now some things may reveal themselves this year of who's progressed and who's regressing. Uh, you know, the hope here in New England is that Mac Jones is growing and not regressing and that you would think that Tua may be at a frozen point because that's the whole worry in Miami is that two is not growing. Like, like literally people have their watch set for the end of season to see what to do with Tua. Like this is Tua's last chance in Miami. That's not the case with Mac Jones. And, uh, it, but again, the, I think the dolphins have more weapons to win more games. And that why, that's why maybe Miami finishes ahead of the Patriots. 
But if you look at the odds in Vegas at BetMGM, they both have even money on both the Patriots and the Dolphins finishing second. So what they're telling you with those numbers is Tua may still suck (laughs) and Mac Jones may catch a break. Or Mac Jones freezes and regresses and Tua gets a little better. That's exactly what I'm sitting here saying. Before I get into how these teams will finish in the AFC, including the Patriots, I got to get to the news that's just hit WEEI.com, well, really within the last hour or so, is that Bill Belichick has announced that there will be no named offensive coordinator, and at least it's not Joe Judge or Matt Patricia, and that's going to be all the questions asked. So there's always going to be kind of this Wizard of Oz, who's behind the curtain? Is it Richard Pryor? Is it really the Wizard of Oz? Okay, that was the Wiz. Um, Who's behind the curtain? If it's Belichick, he's not going to tell you if he was right. He's not going to tell you it's wrong. It's going to be a sleight of hand. But nobody for the defense? Okay, you know that's you know Bill's already in charge of the defense. And here's why I think there's no named defensive coordinator. Well, because Junior's not ready yet. He, he's, he's just not. I, I want to give it to him so bad. I, I don't know if any of you have ever worked for your fathers, uh, you know, where there's a family business. And the first time they think that you might be ready tends to be like when you're a little bit younger. But all you really want to do is still ask them for money and go out and talk to girls because there's a little bit of money to get there. And he's not ready. Then when you find out the girl doesn't really want to be with you or you need to do something where she wants more things, you realize it requires more work. That's when you finally get it. That could be the case with Steve Belichick. He's probably just not there yet. Because I think ultimately Bill wants to name him defensive coordinator. But I think Bill also knows that if he does it now and the offense that he's got to give a whole lot of attention to as the Wizard of Oz, the Wizard of Offense. Okay, I'll stop. But yeah, so knowing that he has to give more attention to the offense, he just can't hand the defense over to his son because the last thing Bill wants to be is in a press conference where the defense is leaking oil and transmission fluid and the offense is struggling and... There's no OC or DC, so he's got to answer for everything. So you you kind of keep your reins on the defense. And probably with all these new with some of these new guys coming in, some of these rehab vets like uh Jabil Preppers, these guys want to know that they're playing for Bill Belichick and not Steve yet. Now, maybe in a year or two, playing for Steve and Steve figures some things out and gets it done, you know. That's a real possibility. You know, a few nights ago, I ranked, you know, the, the AFC defense. Why I didn't think the Patriots would be the second best in the league again and number two in the AFC, they still will be a top 10 defense. But uh, in terms of not naming an offensive coordinator, I'd looked at Bill's past. And when he was the first four, the five years he was in Cleveland, the first four, he didn't have a named offensive coordinator. But I, as I said last night when Dondero and I were here for Mutt, that you know when Bernie Kosar and Vinny Testaverde are your quarterbacks, you already have some type of knowledge of what you want to do, how you want to approach the game. You have people, you, you just have consultants. You don't need to have a coordinator. You have consultants. I still believe that Mac Jones in his growth process needs a coordinator because if there's no coordinator there, then you're telling me that Mac is so advanced, so advanced, that he doesn't need a coordinator. It's like rappers say, man, I did a song with, with no guest appearances. No guest appearances. Then someone says, man, you know who would have been nice on that song? That's that's like, we might be saying that, you know, like, hey, maybe you should have gone with an offensive coordinator. So, again, it's going to be very interesting. It's been a very quiet offseason in terms of how loud the fan base is. I think there's just been this general, 
hope for the best, expect the worst, however that goes. I'm, I'm a positive guy. Expect the best. Well, you don't expect the best and hope for the worst, but, you know, expect the worst and hope for the best. And uh, coming up here at about 1045, I'll get into some of Bet MGM's parlays. There's some nice first four-game parlays. Joe, do you do parlays? Not a parlay person. Not no. a parlay guy. Parlays are fun because it's like uh, turning over cards, like the river card in, in, in Texas Hold'em, like the excitement of the next thing unfolding, right? Now it all collapses under if one goes under, but there's a nice parlay that shows you that Vegas is it got some pretty interesting numbers out on the Patriots. It's fascinating. That's coming in 20 minutes. So how will the AFC shake out and how, how who goes to the Super Bowl, right? So when I'm ranking teams, I'm not saying who's going to finish as the number one seed and then the playoffs start. I'm telling you who I think is going to win the AFC conference, and that will be my number one team. And then the teams you hear descending are pretty much how they go out of the playoffs, pretty much – Every team, you know, would be a playoff team going down through. And uh, I'll just start with number one because if, you know, the Patriots are at the top, then I would do it in the reverse. So Patriots will come later. Number one, I believe the, uh, the, the Denver Broncos will win the AFC championship. I believe they upset the Bills, who's number two. I'll get to the Bills in a second. The acquisition of Russell Wilson is not about winning every down. It's about winning key downs. And at this point in Russell Wilson's career, he doesn't have to be a 300-yard-a-game passer. He doesn't have to rush for 80 yards. But if he has a key run for 20 yards that keeps a clock running, a ball control, because they've got an amazing running tandem there, they've got awesome wide receivers, their defense is lights out, they've got corners that are unreal. They have all the pieces that that Russ doesn't really need to cook. Like those toaster ovens, right? Like when, you know, microwaving, which... Yeah, like, like what's bad about microwaves? Sometimes when they go bad and, it, and the wheel doesn't spin anymore, I'm going through this fixing one in my house. Like you have to learn where to point in the microwave to get the food hot. Well, you don't have to let Russ cook like that anymore, right? you just like, you know what? I just need to put you in this part of the microwave, get hot right here, and we win the ball game and move on to next week because we can run the ball, we can throw the ball effectively to tight ends, with the tight end, with the receivers, out of the backfield, run with the backfield, they are stacked, absolutely stacked, and I think they are the upset in the AFC because I have the Bills at number two. And the reason why I have the Bills at number two is because <laughs> I'm just going to go with history. They're choke artists. I'm sorry. While there's a part of me that's feeling that, you know, I would like to see the Bills do well as a kind of a rebuilding and just kind of a reconnective tissue for what's happened in that community earlier this summer, um, the, the Bills are going to, I'm sure you probably see like a patch of like the number 13 or something like that to show solidarity for those who were murdered at the grocery store. I think the Bills are going to be one of those teams that they feel like, okay, this is our year to get over the hump. You know, remember they had their issues of like how overtime works with the Chiefs and, and they put those new rules. It's just like, you know, like, look, if you get beat, the worst thing you can do is like, okay, can we, can we change a rule? Like, no, you just have to win the game. And I think they will run into a Broncos team that will have their number and have that Russell Wilson cook in that one spot of the microwave that will win the game for them because they'll be able to better ball control than where the Chiefs had to outshoot them last year, who I have at number three. Now, I have the Chiefs at three because I still think they're going to perform, but I think you're going to see a slight step down. Not just be, not because Tyreek Hill has gone so much, but because now you know what they want to do, and that's Travis Kelsey. There's still no real established run game. The word is still out on Juju Smith-Schuster in terms of his return. And 
you, you, we'll just, you just have to see how that turns around. 617-779-7937, the text line 37937. I'll continue with the AFC teams and how they will finish in the conference. Let's go to Matt in the car. He wants to talk about Mac Jones. Matt, All right, number one. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? So I can't wait for the annual six-week Russell Wilson MVP campaign. Um, that's my favorite part of the NFL year. Um, and number two, Mac Jones. I'm not completely sold on Mac Jones. Um, I think he had a decent rookie year. He had a really decent rookie year. But, again, I see what these guys are getting paid. The Kyler Murray, after three years, you're really going to give Mac Jones, to if Mac Jones, you know, takes him far into the playoffs. Like, say if Mac Jones takes him to the Super Bowl next year and maybe wins, are you going to give him $230 million to sit in the pocket and, you know, one bad hit away from... Oh, no, it's worse because Mac Jones doesn't have to do that this year or next year or even the year after. It's just that the market's going to dictate that he's going to be a $40 million quarterback where there are going to be some guys who have renegotiated for 60, especially Justin. Someone like Justin Herbert, when his deal is up in 25... He's probably going to reset a market at $60 million a year. Aaron Rodgers will be out. Kyler Murray's 46 is going to look like chump change. And Joe Burrow's up for his money in 25 as well. So if you're the Patriots, you've got like this conundrum that, okay, if you try and make a move on, if you try and make a move to pay Mac Jones one year early, which would be a noble thing, right? Like, guy's been serviceable. He's been consistent. Yeah, you haven't been winning, but you, you haven't necessarily had the entire staff that you wanted to. That, you know, you've got to get rid of players. You bring some in. The team may be on a trajectory moving forward. And you say, okay, if we try and pay him in 25 and the market gets reset at, say, $65 million a year, you would be like, wait a minute. If you gave Mac $40 mil and he's $25 million off, it, it would work. And, and it doesn't matter how, like, how mediocre he is, you know? And then if you wait until 26, the the pending danger is Derek Carr is up for his deal, right? And if Derek Carr just becomes the same guy that we've seen, you're like, okay, well, Mac may be better than Derek Carr, but Derek Carr may say, okay, I'll do a two-year deal for $100 million at 50 50 each, and and they may go to Mac and say, okay, well, we'll give you three years for $100 million, and Mac would sit there and laugh, especially if he's better than Derek Carr. You're going to give me three years and 100? And then we're still talking over 30 mil. So Mac is not getting anything less than 30 mil, probably somewhere in the 40 mil range. And and in fairness to Mac, if I'm not sold on him yet, I would say this. I'd say the jury's still out because there haven't been sellable goods around him. Bill, I think, kind of blew the bunny with the free agents he got last year. He's handicapped by Jonu Smith and Nelson Aguilar right now. And the only thing you can hope for is these guys play lights out lights out seasons for for a contract somewhere else you know like you know they're in, they're in walk years and no one's saying oh if they have a great season we want them to stay for more money no all right how AFC teams will finish in the conference I've had the Broncos winning the conference in an upset over the bills Broncos one bills two Chiefs three I've got the Chargers at four they've shored up their defense enough where if they get into the playoffs, They'll have enough defense and too much offense for a lot of teams really getting it themselves into the final four. And with, like I said, I just talked about Justin Herbert here. He's got weapons on the outside. He's got a strong running game, though. Exeter uh, tends to get a bit hurt a little, gets a little nicked up, and that may be something they address. Maybe they find a, a, a running back that's just kind of needs a break that might have been a bell cough or someone else but can come in and spell him. That would be my only concern with the Chargers, but, you know, my goodness, you got Khalil Mack. 
You got J.C. Jackson on the outside. You have Joey Bosa. Uh, Nick Bosa, I'm sorry. Is it Nick or Joey? Joey is the one in in, in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, Joey's in Los Angeles. Joey's Nick is in, Nick San is in San Francisco, right. So you, you got Joey Bosa. You got Khalil Mack. You got, and you got offense. The Chargers are going to be dangerous. But I think when it comes to, you know, when you get, you're potentially looking at your final two games in the AFC. Your AFC quarterfinals may be looking like, Bills versus Chargers, Broncos versus Chiefs. That would be amazing. And then Broncos versus Bills, right? Like that would be absolutely crazy. Number five is your defending AFC champion, the Bengals. Uh, They've shored up the offensive line. They've shored up the defense a little bit. I wonder where Joe Mixon's legs are. Uh, They probably need to get a second back behind him because they're going to have to commit more to the run. Their pass... Their passing game is hard to stop, but look, you know, with receivers, they can get nicked up very easily. It could be a foot, tweak an ankle, and now if you're down to two receivers, the Chargers, I mean, the Bengals seem a little more human, um, just as long as it's not like Jamar Chase that's still there. You know, so uh, the Bengals, I still think, will perform well. They get to the playoffs. They've seen it. They've been there. They've done that. They know what it takes. So I have the Bengals at five. It's KJ Late Night here on WEEI talking how the AFC will shake down uh, across the entire conference. So I'm now at number six, and I think it's the Indianapolis Colts. I think the Colts really were the team that was supposed to get in the playoffs and do a lot of damage last year, except for they had damaged goods with Carson Wentz, who they literally, behind Jonathan Taylor, was running over the league. The defense was lights out, and Carson Wentz would start trying to make decisions for himself. I think there was a stat last year that said, Carson Wentz was more likely to lose a game in the last five minutes than he was to win it in the first 30, right? So meaning what that would really break down to is all the other parts of the entire team would pretty much handle winning the game early on, and Carson Wentz would more likely stink it up at the end. And that's literally what happened in their very last game against the Jaguars, where in a defensive struggle, right, (laughs) You blow it and you you turn a ball over a, a few times to, to lose a game nine six. That is, I mean, that's like losing to the bad news bears opening weekend of the movie, right? All right, at number seven, I have the Titans. Now the Titans they won the AFC South last year, but I think they end up losing that division and become a wild. They're a wild card. Um, I do worry about Derrick Henry, like as he's you know, you you see this with all great runners. There's a great season followed by a severe drop-off. I don't think it's going to be a massive one, but if you're talking about Derrick Henry possibly running for only, say, 850 yards, you're like, "Uh uh-oh. And his backup is now in Carolina. So we'll see how those things play out. Derrick Henry got hurt last year, and they've always said in the NFL, your healthiest day uh, your healthiest day in the NFL is your first is right before your first game. After that, it goes all downhill. And the way they use him, and 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 there's really no faith in Ryan Tannehill. So the, everything is going to be on his back. The defense is going to be lights out, but Vrabel, I think, is going to find out that the defense can't completely carry you if you have just a one-dimensional offense. What about in the locker room? Because remember, Tannehill said it's not his job to mentor uh, Malik Willis, so that might touch a few people off. Well... And Tom's kind of kind of intimated that as well about Jimmy. It's like not it's not really my job to get you ready. Like here, it's not my job to to show people how to have a personality. I have a personality, but it's not my job to teach other people how to have a personality. That's something you got to learn yourself. 
And same thing with quarterback. So I'm not mad at Tannehill's comments because at the end of the day, the only person Ryan Tannehill really has to look out for is Ryan Tannehill. And the only way he can do that is prove that Malik Willis needs to just watch more. And that benefit and, and honestly, I think that benefits the Titans as they move forward. If you're not you might move off of Derrick Henry or Derrick Henry, you, you see there's a severe drop off. You may be looking to bring in another running back to supplement him and then get Malik Willis into the game probably in a year. At number eight, I have the Raiders, and this is even kind of a bit shocking to me. But you say, you know what? They've showed up the defense a little bit with Chandler Jones, and even and I'm not one of those like, hey, one pass rusher doesn't change a defense. But you have like a premier tight end. You've got the best receiver in the league. You've got an excellent quarterback in Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. Uh, it's just a matter of can the run game come together? Can Josh McDaniels get them to buy into a system that requires a lot of execution and a lot of clear thought. So why I give the Raiders a bit of an edge is because Derek Carr and Devontae Adams played together in college. And uh, if you want an example of that, of why Kirk Cousins always is in a conversation of somewhat looking at, well, I'm sorry, with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, you know, the two of them play together at college. So for them to be on the same page, it doesn't take as long. So for the Raiders, getting Devontae Adams as a receiver isn't so much like, hey, we got this big receiver, and now we're gonna, you know, now we can do some things. No, that you got a big receiver who, you know, has made himself a name in the league, and Derek Carr was his quarterback in college. So that always helps. Uh the Ray uh the Browns at nine. And I put the Browns at nine because n- not knowing what Deshaun Watson will or will not be, I think it'll be between four and six games. They will probably scratch towards the end of the season, maybe finish nine and eight but really get hammered at the beginning of the season. I mean, gosh, they they say they want to go into camp with four quarterbacks. Psh, that's like a that, like if a guy had four girlfriends, no one could say, oh, this that is the epitome of commitment. Though it, that takes a lot of commitment to date four people at a time. I know. I've done that. I hope my wife isn't listening. It just didn't happen when I was married. But look, when you have four quarterbacks, you don't have any. And I think the Browns are a little now more worried about when Deshaun Watson re- returns then it probably anticipated. I think it's going to be closer to the six weeks. And if it's six weeks, you might see a team that starts the season one and five. And then Deshaun Watson may lose the first game, so they could be one and six. You're telling me you don't trust the depth chart of Jacoby Brissett and Josh Rosen? Uh, Yeah. Did those four girls trust me to be faithful? Of course I love you. At 10, the Ravens. Now, that may sound low to a lot of people, but I think the argument does have some juice to it about what is Lamar Jackson going to throw to and who is he going to throw to down down the field, right? Because in a division where the Raiders, I'm sorry, where the Steelers are going to rush the quarterback quickly, you've got the Bengals who can get up and down the field with the ball, and the Browns have a very strong defense. So if everything is in front of you, if you're just going to be tight end dependent and run the ball, you know, it's at some point the whole running away with the ball catches up with you and if it catches up with you one good time or even if, if even if no one if you don't even get hit if you tweak an ankle or something the Ravens will absolutely be horrible I've got the Dolphins at 11 and I've got the Patriots at 12 this is why I say it's very interesting I'll get into next uh why bet MGM kind of has the Dolphins and the Patriots as kind of the second place team in the AFC East but it doesn't necessarily but the wins don't necessarily match up. So I think the Dolphins are going to be a little bit better than the Patriots, but I don't think they'll be that much better that you say, 
oh, wow, they're now head and shoulders. That's why I say it, it'll be interesting what happens in that first game and what happens in the last game of the season. So the, the, the Dolphins may win game one, uh, week one, but game 17, the Dolphins may be in the playoffs. And, you know, they might be like, okay, their seeding might be kind of set. I don't know because of the way the AFC West, West works. But, you know, game one and 17 will be very interesting and will probably answer um, the question of has Mac passed Tua and is Tua done in Miami after this year? All right, so if you need the rest after that, Steelers 13, Jags 14, Jets 15, Texans 16. All right, it's KJ Late Night here on WEEI, 617-779-7937. Next, we make some money, money. Parlays here on WEEI. KJ, what are you doing there? Headbanging. Headbanger's ball. W-E-E-I. Just kidding. I've just grown Greg Hill's... I've just grown Greg Hill's old hair. I'm kidding. Pulling out the old W-A-A-F right there. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening so far. Remember, on the Odyssey app, you can listen for free. Uh, just download the app to your phone. I mean, you've already got stuff on. I mean, if you've got TikTok on your phone, at least the, the Odyssey app, at least you can get something out of it. Because we all know why you look at TikTok. Like, I don't know any dude on TikTok outside of, like, making a buffoon out of themselves, but the opposite sex can get on TikTok and have 5 million viewers just from getting dressed. So get the Odyssey app. At least you're getting entertainment, audio, music, W-E-E-I, save it as a favorite, just type it, the heart turns white, and then you could even play the show backwards from the very start. Pretty cool. You don't have to worry about, like, oh, my gosh, I want to be an influencer, Mom, but you have a full ride to college. All right. 37937 is text line. Joe, let's get some of these texts because we uh, we really went in on Mac Jones earlier. Yeah, so we got a text from an 860 who says Mac wouldn't doesn't strike him personally as the kind of guy who would say, give me 25 to $30 million a year and put more pieces around me very similar to what Grady did. He seems like an ultra-competitive guy who would rather win and know he'd be still making more money with having a crappy team around him. Oh, so when do I start sprinkling the pixie dust on that dream? It's all about how the the market dictates what you ask for, right? Mac is in no position to ask for anything right now because his deal is five years. The Patriots just have to decide, do they try and jump on the train in 2025, which they may not want to do if Joe Burrow's going to get his money and Justin Herbert's going to get his money, and that's when they're due. Or do you wait until 26 where Derek Carr is the only one who's getting sizable money and you're hoping there's a decline and even still right now Derek Carr is getting $40 million a year. So if you're Mac Jones, you're going to say, look, I have more upside than Derek Carr. I should at least be getting Derek Carr's old money. I, I know you probably don't want to hear that, but that's just how the ball bounces, G. All right, one more. Uh, we have a 603 texter who jokes that only Tom Brady wanted two years and $25 million. It sounds so crazy now. It's why this Bill story, this Bill Tom story, has now gone economic. Because right, Brady's extension number this year now is only 15 a year. It's, it's only 15. 
He's taking 15 in, 15 in salary, 10 in, 10 in bonus. So literally, you think about this. Tom Brady's only getting, what, $6 million more than... <laughs> than <I joked. laughs> hey, the comparisons are real now. I, you know, I, you, you know I, it's... it's I, you know, when Tom won the Super Bowl, I was thinking like, okay, call Mercy, you, you've won this. But this, oh, this is this is this is kind of funny. All right, let's go ahead and win you some money, money, money. Hit it. Hey, I won the bet. Here, one dollar. <laughs> I can give you half. How do you pay, man? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> All right, I'm going to look at some parlays. I want to kind of do this quick because BetMGM has some pretty good numbers up to play. Now, these are the things that, you know, have to make that ride down to AC and put some real money down. Here's an interesting one on the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. That's not the question. But I think they lose in the championship round. I think they make it all the way to the NFC championship. And if you think that, that's plus 650. That's some good money to put down. You've heard me rave on about how I think the Denver Broncos would do well. How about this? For them to win over 10 and a half games, and they've got an easy schedule coming off of a losing season, I think they win 11 games. Plus 125. How about they have the same odds to either win the Super Bowl or lose the Super Bowl at plus 1,600? I would jump on that because I think the Broncos are going to the Super Bowl. The Green Bay Packers, they won't miss the playoffs, but how far would they go? What if they lose in the Super Bowl? That's plus 1,000. Here's another one to jump on. Packers to start 4-0? Yes, plus 375. And then how about the Kansas City Chiefs? I think this is pretty interesting because... They'll be better than people think that the slump will be for them. But I have them losing in the championship. I have them losing in the divisional round. That's plus 400. So if I put together a nice little parlay for you, even for the Patriots, how about this? Will the New England Patriots make the playoffs? No. Minus 165. Regular season wins under 8.5 at plus 100. Will the Patriots start the season 0-4? Yes, plus 500. So even if you just did a parlay just on the the regular season wins under 8.5 for the Patriots, plus 100, Patriots start 0-4, plus 500, and they miss the playoffs at minus 165. Look, this is not hating on the team, but you think about a team that's going up against Miami, who they lost to twice last year. You don't know if the Steelers will bring that defense early in their face. The Ravens could be tough. And then at Green Bay for Game 4, Plus 500, a $100 bet would pay out $1,827. $10 bet, $182.72. So, look, I'll keep having these as we get closer to the football season. BetMGM has already released out first week matchups. I'll get to that next time I'm here, which could be like in December. I'm kidding. (laughs) Thank you, Red Sox. But look, stay close here on Late Night. I'll get you some numbers. Those of you who say, I like your parlays, KJ, thank you. Thank you for reaching out. The next hour of Late Night is next. Thanks for hanging out on WEEI. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.